Welcome back to First Draft Phil. My name is Phil Lager. I am a singer, songwriter, and worship leader. And this is the show where we talk about music and worship and following Jesus. This week, something a little bit different. If you have been following me uh, and my story for any period of time, you'll know that I have been involved with a couple of friends of mine in a venture called Outside Worship. And uh, Outside Worship is a collective of worship leaders and songwriters um, with a heart for revival and to pouring into the next generation of worship leaders uh, with my friends, Marty Michaels and Anna Street. And this past gig that we had last week, after six years of ministry together, and a lot longer than that, that we've known each other. But this this past week was our last gig. We uh, felt that God was uh, opening the doors for us to, to release each other and to just uh, move into the next season of, of whatever the next season holds for us individually and our families. And so I thought just today I would just take a minute and uh, and just share a little bit about what led to that decision and um, just reflect a little bit back on the last six years. Um, So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, So 2016, my wife and I had um, discerned through some, some prayer and fasting while we were living in Australia that Um, We felt the Lord was calling us to move to New York to start, or I should say, to help plant a new ministry um, initially with the Salvation Army, with some friends from Australia. Um, That's a story for another day to go into all that went into that decision, um, but The long and short of it is that we found ourselves living in an unknown part of, uh, unknown to us, of Brooklyn. Um, And uh, as happens in life a lot of time, things do not go how you thought they would go. And so um, we found ourselves um, in the same city again as our good friends uh, Anna and Justin Street and Marty and Joy Michaels and their respective families. Um, and what happened is that we began to meet in each other's houses for company, for fellowship, for meals. Um, and it, it just became a healing balm in a, a pretty uncertain times for us um, when you move your family uh, halfway across, well, all really all the way across the world um, for, for a certain purpose, and it, it doesn't go to plan. Um, I mean, it just seemed to us that the Lord was providing us some safety and, uh, yeah, and, and just a, a place to, to put our feet up, uh, let our hair down, so to speak. And, and just um, 
just relax and, and just find uh, restoration in each other's company. So that's what happened. Uh, our family started meeting together for prayer and fellowship and, like I said, eating in each other's houses. And we started worshiping together. Um, now, I have to pause right here and go way back to 2000 or 2001. Now, um, long-time listeners <laughs> will know that I, that Marty, Anna, and I were also in a band that many years ago called Quarter Past Three. Um, and so we were not unfamiliar with each other. We were not unfamiliar uh, to leading worship with each other, to singing with each other, to praying with each other. Um, as I mentioned, uh, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, my parents are officers in the Salvation Army, as are Anna's parents and as are Marty's parents. So there's a real kinship and connection that we shared there. Um, God, I really do believe God, God gave us each other. God has given us each other and each other's families. And so um, when we found ourselves again living in the same city and, and just um, in each other's company, uh, we started praying together, and as we started to think about the season of life that we were in and, and uh, what we wanted to do, um, we took a couple of steps of faith and just said yes to um, opportunities that were before us to lead worship. And as we did that, friends and people around us started prophesying over us. Um, with words of, of affirmation and, and calling and just saying to us, uh, encouraging us, affirming us that, that what we were doing, we needed to keep doing, that we needed to step out and keep doing it on a regular basis. And so we did. Um, you know, each of us in our, four, <laughs> in our 40s, you know, or close to it when we first started, um, you know, we stepped out into this new thing and God kept opening doors. He, um, um, yeah, made connections with us and other groups in New York. Um, and so we just, um, slowly but surely started to step out in faith until we made the plunge full time. Uh, all three of us were, were in it full time. Um, we would get invitations and we'd go out to gigs and people would say, so, uh, what, what do you guys do full time? And we would look at each other and smile and say, uh, this, this is it. <laughs> this is what we do full time. We lead worship. Uh, we feel that God has called us to this and we're just being obedient and, um, stepping out in faith, um, with the, with the support of our families, of course. And, um, over the next six years from 2016 to as I mentioned, just this past week, um, we led worship for um, anti-human trafficking events, for uh, for youth events, and for for prayer meetings, and in and in different Salvation Army locations, and uh, with with an organization called Love New York, um, and yeah, we we. We, we just did whatever the doors were opening. We, we stepped out and we did it. 
Um, and God provided for that for us um, in the middle of that. Um, we started writing our own songs together and we wanted it to be a little bit different um, than we had done it in the past. Now, what I mean by that, if, um, if, you, if you know me, you know that I've been writing songs for quite a while um, and Marty has been writing songs for quite a while and both of us have been writing songs and have written songs for a Salvation Army worship group called Transmission that many of you will be familiar with. Um, and there was a particular, usually when we wrote worship songs for Transmission, uh, which is a Salvation Army worship resource outfit, a, a, a rock band, I guess you could call it a Christian rock Christian worship rock, however you want to call it. When we wrote songs for that particular expression of the Salvation Army, most of the time it was a solo effort. I would bring a song, or Marty would bring a song, or someone else would contribute a song, and we would then shape it that way. What we wanted to do with outside worship was to have more of a collaborative and experiential songwriting process. So even if there were ideas that we brought to each other, we workshopped them together and really worshipped through the songwriting process. That's that's what we wanted to do when we first set out, thinking, you know, if, if we're going to put these songs out on an album, eventually let's... Let's not just have them be um, exercises of, um, of of one person's working through, um, you know, their relationship with God. But let's let's have it let's have it be a, a a collaborative project. And so we sort of just all put all our chips on the table. And um, you'll notice if you look at the credits um, anywhere. I don't even know if you can look at the credits anymore, but if you look at the credits on the Outside Worship album that we eventually put out, you'll see that each of those songs was written by Anna Street, Marty Michaels, and Phil Lager. Uh, we wanted it to be a, a completely collaborative process. Now, we did the same thing with uh, the LLC that we formed, and I can tell you that for th- three creatives uh, to try to do things together um, all collaboratively. It was definitely a challenge at times, but we learned so much through that process. Um, And we all, we ended up with an album in the end that we're all very pleased with as far as the songs go and the experience goes.
One of the things that I think we're most proud of is um, how we were able to record this album with so many others, other people's help through the pandemic. We did a Kickstarter campaign um, to raise the money to produce this album before COVID-19 hit. And um, we were not sure how we were going to make the album happen when things started to shut down. Um, we, When everything started to shut down, we had had that entire year planned out for se- several gigs on our calendar, and we just saw them all vanish as, as many other artists and, and musicians did. Um, so with the help of some dear friends, we we recorded an album in the middle of a global pandemic remotely um, while we were living in different locations um, and just sending ideas back and forth. Um, it obviously took a lot longer than it would have if we were able to meet together uh, in person to record the album, but our our people, our supporters are very understanding and and supportive of us throughout that whole that whole effort. Um, but yeah, we're 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 so pleased with how it turned out, and uh, you can, you can go listen to it now. It's it's up everywhere. Um, so as Marty, Anna, and I and our families met together over the years and um, had Bible study and prayer and worship and meals together uh, with us and with other people. Um, we started to think, okay, what can this be? Is, is this something bigger? And we started to draw plans up for, um, for bigger things, for um, possibly a you know a five hundred one c three a nonprofit organization um, for retreats and we had we had some big plans and it's probably a story a much longer story than I can get into in, in this um, in this episode but um, suffice it to say for many reasons, none of which are any one person's fault. Um, We weren't able to achieve those things that we set out to do. And there definitely uh, has been over the past several months, you know, from everyone, you know, just, and probably still will be for a while, like stages of of grief, of letting go, and um, of things that did not materialize. It's always hard when you have big plans and when you put your heart into something and, and you want it to do something and go a certain direction, um, it, it's always hard to let it go when it doesn't, when that doesn't happen. Um, but we don't see any of what we did as a failure. Um, time and time again, when we led worship and we met with people, it was, um, so good to see each person's gifts come alive. Marty and Anna and I are so different. Um, we lo- we're friends and we love each other deeply, but we are so different and God has wired us so differently, um, which definitely at times, you know, made it 
made it so that there was friction between us and just learning that whole learning process. Even, you know, even in your 40s, 50s, I'm sure it's a lifelong process. But if we can, if I could look at it and, and see this, um, different elements, different. Let me just say this: when we went out to engagements. Um, different parts of our personalities came alive. Um, we're wired differently. And so um, some of us are more relational than others. Some of us are more technical than others. And uh, some of us, uh, yeah, we, we just we just each have different parts that come alive. And um, whether it was um, leading worship from a stage, um, leading a workshop um, or one-on-one prayer with people. We just experience so much of um, Holy Spirit work through the opportunities that we were given um, to pray for the next generation of worship leaders um, and just to pray for anybody that God brought across our path, whether it was um, men and, and women at Adult Rehabilitation Center or, um, or whether it was the, the, the girl or boy who wanted to come up afterwards and see how Marty played that chord or I voiced that thing on the piano. Um, we really had a lot of, um, a lot of fruit from what we did these past several years. So then uh, you might be asking yourself, well, Phil, if you were having so much fruit, why then did you decide to stop? Why is outside worship um, coming to a close? Now, to answer that question fully, um, I would need Marty and Anna here. And as much as I tried, I wanted to get them on the on this episode uh, while we were doing our last gig, but honestly, it was so packed full of um, full of things that, that we did not have time to, to sit down and talk about um, this specifically. But I think you could say, if, if I had to give an answer as to why uh, Outside Worship came to a close, it really is as simple as that we feel that God is releasing us from this ministry together. Um, into whatever the future holds for each of us, um, which it, it, it's going to look different um, for me, for Marty, and for Anna, and for our families. And um, yeah, the beautiful thing is, is that, um, and I shared this on Facebook, um, the beautiful thing is that we had such an amazing end like from yeah it, it was we were able to pour into um, young worship musicians um, pray with them teach them help them encourage them worship with them um, embolden empower them prophesy over them if I dare say that um, and just uh, 
yeah, at the end of the week, release them and pray that anything that um, was planted just, just sticks and grows. There were some amazing kids, delegates, and staff at this, this, past, this past week that we were at. And uh, we we had a, a great, uh, we had a good, good, we had a, <laughs> how do you say that? Um, it was a sweet goodbye. We hugged, we embraced, and uh, yeah, um, it is always sad when good things come to an end, but um, everything that we did together um, helps us to let go and just trust God with everything that, that happened with outside worship. Um we're very much still friends and um, love each other, each other's family. And uh, we'll be, um, man, I'm sure we'll lead worship again sometime together. Um, but we felt like it was the right thing to let go. So that is, um, that is it in a nutshell. Um, it is the end of an era in a sense. And um, I don't know what's coming next. For me personally, um, there is always going to be more music um, until the Lord says no more, <laughs> until I don't have any more breath uh, or ability to play. There's there's always something else to be said and sung, um, and I have have many things to to release. Um, but I'm, I am like this podcast, this this format of talking to people. Um, like I, I want to say something substantial and, and I want to, um, help facilitate a conversation going forward about important things in the area of worship, music and following Jesus in, in my little neck of the woods. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing those conversations with you. Thank you for listening I uh, really appreciate the support and the feedback that I've gotten so far. Um, if you would like, subscribe, follow, whatever you do, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening to this, um, that would be great. And um, I will be back next week with a surprise guest. Talk to you guys later.